0: Me to, to have it, yeah. You listen,
1: yeah, no yeah. worries. So um, I'll say a little bit about the history, and then I'll, we'll go on a quick walking tour. So um, sepal is just another name for my laboratory. Yes. So in academic institutions, in the sciences, and you may, I forget your background, uh, you may be familiar, but in the sciences, usually when someone's hired as a professor, uh, what's your last name?
0: Uh, Bulanov.
1: Bulanov. So let's say you were hired as a biology professor, you would start your lab, and it would be the Bulanov lab uh-huh and then you would have graduate students come and go and you would teach classes but it would be the balanif lab and then yeah. grad students would be like oh what lab are you and they would be like i'm in the balanif lab <laughs> and because i've done a lot of work in equity and inclusion it seemed really unnecessary uh-huh. and really not appropriate or fair to name my lab after myself so in a small act of rebellion i said well i want my lab to be a name of kind of what we do so sepal science education so i was hired in a, the biology department 16 years ago but i was the first um Discipline-based science education researcher in the college mm-hmm. and the Dean who hired me said oh Kimberly I'd really appreciate it if you were a citizen of all the science departments like because chemistry doesn't have anyone mm-hmm. like you and physics So I decided not to be biology. So science education Partnership so everything I've always done in my career mostly coming from K through 12 Which is why mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. talking with mm-hmm. you when I was in mm-hmm. Indiana mm-hmm. Um, Is that I think really wonderful innovative things happen in partnerships um and then uh and assessment so assessment is kind of the educational term for measuring things yes. and i wanted to um say you know we're a lab we're a research lab we measure things and we're a laboratory so CEPAL is the science education partnership and assessment laboratory um i'm not a big fan of acronyms but i do feel like it helps people as a neurobiologist it's a shorthand and people mm-hmm. will remember it sepal is also a word in biology so um like we have these stickers so um, these little things are kind of our, our version of sepals. So mm-hmm. like roses are well, yeah. the best example, like when a rose is closed, the buds, it has these green secondary petals, and those are sepals. Oh, wow. And the sepals actually uh, sort of, they're really important. They protect this reproductive structure, uh-huh. but then they grow and they change over time, and eventually they fade. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And they're no longer really kind of uh, very prominent. And so the hope is that, you know, it would become so everyday that all faculty are doing assessment and all faculty are thinking about teaching and learning in Mm -hmm. evidence-based ways that people wouldn't be so unusual.
0: What I liked about the idea of cpo yeah. that uh, usually um, people have, uh, like people in universities start yeah. uh, school of education. Yeah,
1: and they don't they don't go over there. And, and that's
0: <laughs> it, yeah. So I like the idea of yeah. mixing up together yeah. uh, two big fields, yeah. science. Yeah. So uh, I, I've read all the profiles uh-huh. uh, of uh, students listed that yeah, you yeah. Oh, shared yeah, yeah. with me. yeah. No, and I was so impressed, yeah, like they're they are amazing. so talented <laughs> uh, doing all those researches yeah. in biology and yeah, yeah, science yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh but also they are experiencing a big interest in yeah. education yeah. I've read their thoughts and um how 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 do you Find all those wonderful people <laughs> so yeah how, how do you find all those students right. who are interested in education and bo- both in education right, and right, science right.
1: so when I came here sixteen years ago that people said, oh well and you'll want to have master's students and I'm like who and and a master's I forget did you finish your master's or you uh, yeah master's?
0: I have my master's in educational science there you go. Yeah. so uh, I used to work as a teacher of Russian yeah, language yeah. and That's literature what I yeah. and then I got my master's degree in education so I'm a diploma di- I have my diploma in, like, something about academic advising.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's great. And Jared does academic advising. That's what, yeah, that makes sense. Well, anyway, so, uh, so I said, well, who's going to pay to come and get a master's with me? Like, who would uh-huh. ever do that? So I put up a website. I'm not a technology guru, but we put up a simple website. And I will say people just find us. I think there are a lot of people who love science. Oh, Maxine, uh, Tricia Vera, Yes, Trisha, yes other, we uh, yeah, uh, briefly met. <laughs> we're going to come on a tour over there in a minute. No worries. Uh, but there are a lot of people, I think, who do love science, but are super frustrated with the educational assumptions in science. Yes. And they want to do something about it, and they just find their way to us. Um, and there are, I should say, two things that you should write down. Mm-hmm. There is, one, there is a report, the National Academies of Sciences, which is like our kind of big um national organization that kind of thinks the big thoughts and does reports on science and technology uh-huh. wrote a report. You can get it free and online, and if you can't find it, I'll send it to you. It's called DBER, the Discipline-Based Education Research Report. And
0: Discipline-based? Discipline-Based
1: Education Research, D-B-E-R. Yes. It gets shorthanded. Uh-huh. And Deber is one sort of uh, language piece of describing having science education researchers in science departments. So there is a whole movement that's bigger than me. I will say, sixteen years ago when I started, that I was—I think I was on sort of a second wave, and uh-huh. now it's much, much more general. Wow. I would say it started in physics, and then it expanded to chemistry, and then biology and geosciences mm-hmm. are probably a decade behind those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is that I have colleagues um, that I've done research with. Like, it—I never talk about it when I travel, but I can send you a bibliography of about ten different research articles on this phenomenon of like, why are science departments 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 hiring people who are education specialists Mm -hmm. and the other term that we use is SFES science faculty because we are science faculty but we have education specialties and that's like a bigger umbrella because some people who are science faculty with education specialties Mm -hmm. aren't primarily doing education research. They Mm -hmm. might be doing ecology research, but they're doing pedagogical professional development with faculty. And so it's a bigger tent. It's mind
0: blowing. It's mind blowing. So there are about 10 papers on
1: this. And I can send you the bibliography so you can link in. They're all free. They're easy to get to. And so that that actually um, I've done with a research team across chemistry and biology across a bunch of different campuses um, because people were asking us, they're like, what the heck do you do and how would I hire somebody mm-hmm. like you? And so we started writing and studying this because people found out that I was a biology education researcher in biology department and they were biology f- chairs and they're like, well, I want somebody like you, what do you do? And mm-hmm. we're like, well, I could write down what I do or I could do a study of a bunch of people like us. So we've tried to make an evidence base of what So
0: other students more... Uh, Teachers in mm. science who want to improve their teaching skills. Yep. I'm I'm not trying to simplify. It. No, no, I'm no, not no, trying no. to simplify no, it. or they are more like scientists who want to switch to educational yes, status.
1: It's a mix. So going back to students, we have master students and we have postdocs. So yes. people who got their doctorate in the sciences usually and then are trying to switch. And so the answer is both. Uh-huh. So I would say that the master students who come, almost all of them are um, aspiring community college professors. So mm-hmm. in the United States, uh, two-year universe, two-year colleges, you can teach with a master's. Yeah. You don't have to have a PhD. So I would say 60-70% of the grad students I've had, I've had 30 or so, are community college professors now. Mm-hmm. Chairs in departments. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and they want to upgrade.
1: They Well, they want to teach. No, there are people who have an undergrad in science uh-huh. and they love teaching. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to get a credential and do K through 12. They don't mm-hmm. want to have to go through that process mm-hmm. of school. They and want the to process teach is grownups. Compli-
0: is, is complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. But, yeah. yeah. So
1: I was surprised, since I came from K through 12, I thought I would have more K through 12 teachers who would come mm-hmm. and do masters. The short answer is they can't afford the time or the money. Yeah. And so it would be great to build a specialized program. Most of the people coming here people are people who have an, a bachelor's, undergrad degree in science, mm-hmm. in biology, mm-hmm. who want to teach but don't want to get a PhD. And they want to teach college. They don't want to go K-12.
0: Very specific
1: population. Mm-hmm. And, and I would never have predicted it. Uh-huh. There are also people, so that's probably 60%. The other 40% are a mix of K-12 through teachers. So I've had um, high school teachers who come, they get their master's They go back to high school teaching or they go back and they they're more uh district personnel right they're doing professional development um so there there are some people who do that we have a lot of several people who've gone to museum education
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so they might work with kids but they're in not.
0: Museums of Science. Yeah. yeah,
1: California Academy of Sciences if you have time to go. Uh, it's in Golden
0: Gate uh, Park. Park, yeah.
1: And the Exploratorium which is down at the, at the, at the Embarcadero. Uh, yes, the yes, yeah. yes. Those I, are the I saw two.
0: both of them. Yeah. So
1: we have, a, we don't have any alums at the at either place right now. Most of the alums of my lab have have worked at the Cal Academy of Sciences. Um, yeah, and there's, I think that's the place where I have dear, dear colleagues. This is an important thing to know. So there's a group on campus, and you're welcome to go over and say hello, called the Center for Science and Math Education. C S M E, that one doesn't have any other meanings. Center, Center for Science and Math Education. And it was founded uh, many years ago. It's not, it's sort of the lab of a math educator named Eric Sue. he's the director but it's really more of a unit it's more like what you started with like an mm-hmm. academic unit it's funded by the university mm-hmm. and it was initially founded to get more math and science majors to go into K-12 through teaching because
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: there's a dearth of people who want to do that another question
0: what is the out or outcome mm-hmm. uh, of students because i've read mm-hmm. on their profiles some, mm-hmm. some, some of them write i'm i haven't yet decided what oh, project i'm years, working yeah. on yeah, yeah. la 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 yeah. so uh is uh, um, Usually in master's mm-hmm. program, yeah. students work on their papers yep. and do mm-hmm. some dissertations. Yeah. But for example, in my university, we right. discuss uh, three uh, possible out uh, products. Nice. Uh, one is a theoretical dissertation. Yeah. Another one mm-hmm. is a case
1: study. Yeah, yeah.
0: So you've tried to do something in right. your professional right. um, work.
1: Like and, action research. Yeah, action
0: mm-hmm. research, and you. Uh, Describe it mm-hmm. and present as a case, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, and the third one is a project, Yeah. yeah? so you can um, study uh, something as a project, so you yeah. have uh, uh, the whole project um, circle a yeah? right. uh, cycle yeah. uh, when you do the aims, um, all the resources, you okay. do the plan, then you leave this plan, mm-hmm. and then you see outcomes oh, yeah, yeah, what yeah. The, like. Yeah, a, yeah. What are the um, products of your students? So I would
1: say that um, if you have time later, and once again, I'll show you the library, but you can come back, that there are posters in the hall here. Uh And we'll go on a quick tour. You can see what the outcomes are. Most of what, and I am familiar with case studies and projects, and then I think ours, and then theoretical projects, I think ours aren't any of those three. Mm -hmm. I think we do basic research. Mm -hmm. So our students ask a question and then design a method to gather evidence, gather the evidence, and then usually publish a paper.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I've read about one student, she is uh, into analyzing teachers' communication strategies, for right, example, right, Com- right, communicative right. strategies. Ellen Young, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so she's a poster in the hall. So so some people study, like, and it's all relative to classrooms, so Kate, if... Um, Kate uh, Gelinas is a second year. She's only second year. She studies instructor talk, mm-hmm. which I wrote. So we, yeah. so we've studied instructor talk by faculty, and we've published two papers on that. But she's studying it with graduate student teaching assistants in laboratories. No one's ever studied it. So mm-hmm. those graduate students she's working with, uh, almost. Three dozen graduate students who are recording their courses, and then we sample. We have a validated sampling strategy where we can look at the language that they're using in class that's not related to content. So it has anything to do with biology? It has anything to do with experiments? We ignore it. But when it says, "Hey, I can tell you guys didn't study over the weekend because the quiz scores are really low," mm-hmm. that's instructor talk, and that's deficit model. <coughs> my my master's
0: talk. was about it, about uh, how what uh, strategies teachers use in literature education. Uh-huh. Yeah, when they uh, in the le- on the lessons of literature, yeah. what are the strategies, uh, communicative yeah. strategies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so.
1: Oh, I wish like, we had gotten uh. organized. To have you do lab so, we're not having a formal lab meeting on Friday, yeah. but we are going to go for drinks. And so, if you want to go oh. with us, you are welcome to join. So, we will leave at probably 3 o'clock. And so, I want to just make sure because I knew you were making plans. Like, we're not going to have a formal lab meeting, but we are going to go. And we people always write uh, their goals for the semester, just a uh-huh. really quick goals thing. And then I put them away, and then we pull them out at the end of the semester. And, oh, cool. Well, and then they write, What did you accomplish? and they share that, and then we pull out the goals cards and we kind of compare them, and just privately. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so we'll be doing a little bit. You're welcome to join us, we're going for chips and salsa and margaritas, so you're oh, welcome. And we can drag that, you around and stuff.
0: That's cool. So, but I, but I <laughs> wanted you to you. know there's nothing
1: going to be formal. If we had gotten organized and if it I were know, not such a busy week, we most would have had informal. you present.
0: I'm the most I'm, I'm most informal educator. But we have educator. so much to
1: learn from your own work, and I feel like we're not benefiting from that. And
0: I apologize. <laughs> so, uh, so
1: I would say they're studying things about classrooms that we end up publishing. A lot of the research is um, about what's difficult to understand in biology. Mm-hmm. So we study how do chemistry and biology and environmental students explain climate change. Mm-hmm. And then we can analyze, well to what extent do they apply basic ideas like acidification, mm-hmm. <laughs> which they study acidification and chemistry over and over and over again. But when you ask them what are the major impacts of climate change, they don't talk about ocean acidification. Mm-hmm. And when you ask them about ocean acidification, they don't even necessarily connect that to what they've done. Yeah. So, so we also do some things that are... A lot of what I did in my early days, because I'm a biology professor at biology department, were really specific to biology. My colleagues in the College of Ed are awesome. And the co-director of the College of Ed is Larry Horvath, who's a secondary science educator. He's taught all over the world, high school teacher, um, now a professor. And, and so his,
0: his name Larry is Larry
1: Horvath, H-O-R-H-O-R-V-A-T-H.
0: V-A-T-H.
1: Yeah, and you can tell my son. But, so he, Eric Sue is a math mathematician and then Larry is the uh, second uh, high school science educator and they're Mm -hmm. co-directors and that shop so to go back a little bit that shop it's a great example of like bringing together the College of Ed and the College of Science but what's interesting is it's housed outside of any science departments Mm -hmm. and outside the College of Ed Mm -hmm. so what it means is that I love all those colleagues dearly but they're sort of talking to people who are already they're already interested in collaborating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the power of living in an department is, I have to talk with people who are still, I've been here 16 years and they're a small number, who are still super skeptical about why we need to teach differently.
0: Yeah, uh, another question about student support, because, yeah. um, now I have courses about uh, student support services, mm-hmm. about academic oh, yeah. advising, um, yeah. counseling, yeah. tutoring, yeah. Yeah. mentoring. Yeah. We yeah. have huge amount of professions. <laughs> uh, yes. Who supports your students? Do you have any kind of like... St- your
1: Financial? Mm, I mean,
0: I, 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 I mean, uh, for example, um, there is a student, and she says, "Like, oh, I've not yet decided what to oh, yeah, yeah. observe, uh, yeah. and uh, who works uh, yeah. with yeah. her to help her to understand right. what is your, what is right. her interest to plan her work." Yeah. Do you have masters kind of, or undergrad Masters, masters. Oh, me. Yeah, you. So, so but, but you are more weekly. like a scientific advisor, like academic advisor, or how well, do it's you? Go, of how, how, what, what is your position?
1: Well, my position is I'm a biology professor, Uh and then when people come into the master's program here, and I think this is just, it's culturally different. Hey, Gabby, how are you? Uh, Hello. Yes? Oh, yeah, go for it. Oh, I hope you're okay. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for being here. Yeah, feel free. Greetings. Nice to see you. Hi. Howdy. So. When you're accepted in a graduate program in biology, you have to be accepted by a single professor. Yeah. And that single professor says, I'm responsible for you. Mm -hmm. And so I think there are other programs and other departments on campus, and I think education might be like this, but I don't know, where you're accepted into a program and then you just are like on your own. Yeah. And so that's just not the model we have. So people are accepted into my group. They have a desk. I meet with them for forty-five minutes to an hour every single week. Mm-hmm. We have lab meeting every single week. Uh, they they meet with each other because I'm not. I tell them all the time like I don't have the best ideas. You should talk to. And then mm-hmm. they meet with each other. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a different academic culture in biology in the science. Well, I'll that, say biology that's, that's, of labs, labs yeah. like groups.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm interested in because oh, yeah. uh, like usually um, when someone. Um, Applies for a program yeah. and they say and they see a professor who uh, could, might be he uh, yeah. their um, advisor yeah. or l- leading yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those professors usually are very like bossy yeah. and they say like you do this, this, yeah. this, 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 and uh, so you are my little scientific elf. Yeah, which is, yeah? Which is uh, common,
1: but I think is horrible. Yeah, so. <laughs>
0: me too yeah, so uh and uh, when I met you, yeah. I thought that you think i completely different and uh, um what is th- what are the pillars of your uh laboratory uh work how what is the uh I love Eco- it ec- yeah ecology yeah. maybe it ecosystem ec- ecology, uh, yeah, because, yeah. B- because I believe that every master's program yeah. or laboratory has its own uh, corporate yeah. culture yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah. its own style and yeah. uh, uh, as a lecturer in my master's program, we usually discuss a lot with the faculty how we treat students, how we match our interests, how we match our programs, how we support them, how we help them not to be... you know, like in a passive voice, right. uh, be more active learners, yeah. and uh, how to provide them supportive environment yeah. in yeah, the yeah. laboratory. Yeah. So, m- maybe you could. Uh, well, m- I don't think name th- it like in in brief. Yeah. yeah. So. What are the oh <laughs> pillar like principles? Principles, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um.
1: You know, they're not diff- they're not super different than scientific teaching, but I don't usually say it that way. So, you know preeminent is equity diversity and inclusion so like making people feel welcome making people feel included we build projects based on what students are interested in mm-hmm. and you know I've done that since the day I got here there are a lot of faculty feel like oh I can't do that because I have to get tenure and I have to crank out papers and these students are my I don't use this term lightly slaves to do that I think it's a horrible word but that is the attitude of a lot of people and then for me I was like, I'm gonna get tenure, I'm gonna publish some other stuff. Actually some of the science faculty of education, especially I worked with other grown-up scientists. But I'm like, I'm not going to exploit students and have them do things I'm interested in. So sometimes, like Kate's working on Instructor Talk, sometimes people study things I'm interested in. The most two recent graduate students, uh, Ben, uh, and they're both community college professors now. But Ben studied uh, field courses because uh-huh. he felt like the only time he learned anything useful was in a field course, and so that's what his master's is about. And it was awesome, but like it was not something I would have ever studied. Uh-huh. Uh, Alex Cabrera, who was also in his year, studied how biology students experience advising in office hours. Brilliant. Uh, not something we'd studied, but like a fabulous way. She said, Kimberly, you can do all you want to like make classrooms inclusive, and all it takes is one visit to an office hour mm-hmm. where somebody says to you, You're never going to make it in the field of medicine. You need a backup plan, and then you're done. Like it's over. Like yeah. you're doing all this work over here, and then yeah, it just takes a faculty same. member to yeah. like put somebody down up there. So, so once again, another great project that we weren't working on, I never would have thought of, and it was really important, Alex, because she had experienced that here mm-hmm. as an undergrad, um, and opened like a whole new set of research in our lab so i think equity diversity inclusion like it has to be related to what they care about active learning like i'm not going to do their project for them but i'm there every single week mm-hmm. to like help them move forward like every week i and this was once again it's like it's advice from a grad student grad student said kimberly always make sure students bring an agenda for the meeting like mm-hmm. we don't really have an agenda we're just having a conversation yeah bring an agenda because you know f- an hour isn't very long and sometimes they're not brave enough to really like focus on what they want to focus on and you can kind of focus on other mm-hmm. things so they bring the agenda and i always tell them like the goal of these meetings is not for you to report out to me like you're this is a very uh, u.s capitalistic thing to say but you're paying for this right? <laughs> you're someone's yeah paying so for use
0: this time so
1: i owe you yeah like Expertise, and yeah. I want to make sure I you're getting your money's worth. So you tell me, and then if there's a week where you're like, Kimberly, I'm so busy, I have so much to do, I don't have time to meet with you. I'm like, fine, like I don't. It's not for me, yeah. it's for you. Every, but if everything
0: you want for your money, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So, it's fair, <laughs> but it is very capitalistic.
0: My <laughs> mother always says like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Get your yeah. <laughs> you, every uh, you, everything you wish for your money, son. <laughs>
1: so I think that's sort of the active learning. If I'm mm-hmm. going to force it, which is that they're the ones who are building the project, but they're just not doing it alone, and they're just. It's important to fail, or it's important to struggle in learning. I think Mm -hmm. struggling in learning is really important, but you don't need to struggle for more than a week. Mm -hmm. And I see graduate students in other laboratories who are here for, like, six or seven years who see their advisors, like, once a semester. I Mm -hmm. mean, most of those... uh, most of those professors don't have students anymore because word gets around, but those are just delinquent advisors. They're just not doing their job, mm-hmm. and then um, and then students pay for it. And, uh, I mean, not pay for it, but since students take way too long and they're lost and they're miserable, I think this is much more typical of a PhD experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great PhD advisor. He had his desk in the lab, that's why my desk is in the lab. Like, so I think I had some really good mentors. Anyway, then the third pillar is assessment, but not, I don't give anybody quizzes or anything like that, but like, you know, these, just these goofy index cards will do. Like, well, what were your goals at the beginning of the semester? What did you accomplish, and how do those line up or not? To try and in, train people, to try and encourage people to, like, be be collecting evidence, like taking stock. Like, well, what have I accomplished? Uh, you know, am I on track, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. that's not assessment in a traditional sense, but it's, like, being evidence-based in like, that's, uh, that's, metacognitively That's, that's looking what at your I own call a
0: support. Yeah. That's what I call a support because... Um, what we do, yeah, uh, we um, build um, this line for students. So we have uh, the cyclogram. Yeah, cyclogram. I don't know what that yeah, is. Like cyclegram. Yeah, like cyclogram. We call it like that. So huh. we say, like, there is this is a calendar, these yeah. are checkpoints nice. during yeah, the yeah. year. Yeah. So uh, what is your bigger goal? Yeah. What are your smaller goals? Yeah. Uh, And uh, what is your pace? How you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for example, we know that in, in winter, you have to present your theme. Right. So you have six months to understand right. what is happening. But usually people come six to... Six months is
1: a long, big, it's, it's, it's giant space. It's a long, space. big, giant <laughs> space because
0: we have, like, lots of people come to our master's program from different fields. Yeah. And sometimes they even don't understand about education. Yeah,
1: yeah, like yeah.
0: nothing. Yeah yeah, 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 So she did, like, atomic physics. Yeah. yeah and, she, 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 and she decided to be the <laughs> educator. Okay. Holy cow. So you have six months to understand a lot about <laughs> education yeah. and to say what are you interested in yeah, yeah and but then we decided uh, to change the entrance uh, yeah. consultations yeah yeah so uh, if you have an idea to enroll to our program, yeah. so here are our students, yeah. uh, our, our great students, yeah. and they need to practice how to support yeah. people in education. Yeah, yeah. So you can request before, before, to to them, yeah. B- yeah, before uh, your, yeah, before making your, before making your. Decision. decision, yeah, to enroll to this yeah, yeah. program, you can have, like, several sessions with our students hey, who, will, who will help you to understand what is wait, your wait, interest wait. before you start your wait, wait, study. Wait, wait. It's so, Oh, are so you meeting amazing. with Dax right
1: now? Um, I had on my calendar to meet with you, but it's okay. Ooh, no, that's good, that's good. <laughs> um, Hi, Max. Hi. I'm Dax.
0: Nice to meet you. I, really I think you're nice going to watch me you.
1: cancel out. That's good. Okay. But we will talk tomorrow. We, we just talked okay, good. yesterday We will. No, that's so. good. If you don't mind, that's good. I that's apologize. Fine. No, that's we fair. started a little bit late, and I was going to walk Maxime over to even say hello to you, but we're good. Oh, good. No, Dex, uh, sorry, Dex, uh, Ovid is a new postdoc. It's her first week, and so during yeah. people's first week, I try and sort of check with them every day, and I yeah. will check with you later. Stephanie, that's just fine. Home. And then, Maxime, tell her what, what your formal role is here while you're visiting.
0: Um... Well, I'm originally from Moscow, from Russia, and I'm doing my Fulbright scholarship as a faculty development program in Indianapolis in the University IUPUI, where I met Kimberly. And uh, when I realized that I also have my trip to San Francisco, I said, I would like to Come over and have a quick chat <laughs> yeah. with you and see how things uh, are going yes. here in uh, UCSF. <laughs> yes, and
1: the, ch- and the cancellation for you is not because of Maxine, but because I'm behind getting ready for Pals. Got it has it. to happen at 2 o'clock. So it's not Got you, Maxine. <laughs> okay, yeah. And thank you for your patience and thank you for coming of over. Course. Please always come over. Yeah. And uh Maxime will join us, I think. Are you still you'll join us for class on Friday? I mean, to maybe. That. I mean and to or that. maybe yeah. for our lab meeting slash, it's really gonna be uh, chips and salsa and margaritas if that's important nice. to people. So yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because i'm I'm very interested uh, in um Sharing experience, yeah. yeah. I, I I learned a lot yeah. uh in just observing and participating yeah. in s- just simple stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. like when people usually do presentations yeah, or formal work. interviews, yeah. you don't see it. Yeah. yeah. And when you are uh, uh in Inside
1: yeah. of the, yeah, something,
0: you, yeah, yeah. you you learn yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's And what that's my why, if you to wanted me, to yeah. chat with
1: Maxime at all, you're welcome to. Yeah. I think it all came his visit all came together so quickly. He didn't even have time to make appointments with people. But yeah. yeah, and I will also say I didn't put this on your calendar. But if you're around this afternoon, from two thirty to three uh-huh. thirty, we have a poster session. Dax will be there. You'll know one friendly face. Thank you for uh, the poster session for undergraduate students who are in-class learning assistants Uh for biology courses. They're called PALS, Peer Assistants for Learning Science. And it's a service learning course that I'm teaching for the first time. That's correct, the first time. That's why I'm so behind, and I'm kissing my feet with because I'm building documents that I haven't, I don't have. Um, uh, But you'll be welcome. It's drop-in, 2.30 to 3.30. Have a coffee, have some snacks in that room, in the sepal classroom. Okay. Yeah, I'm pointing there, but if you go in the hall, there's a sign that says the steeple Classroom. That's mm-hmm. someone else made for us, which was very kind of them. That's great. Okay, I won't distract you no longer. Thank no you. Worries. Yeah, and if you want to meet, I'm right across the hallway. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually taking you take on a tour. That's my last thing. Great. So we'll, we'll be over there. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Thank I will you, come Dax. Over. You're okay. awesome. very kind. one come over and T to be patient with me. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll um, see you, and I'll see you soon. Season. Yeah. And you could ask Dax, like, why do you come to a lab like this? Why in the world are you here? That would be a good question to ask. Um, Anyway, so those are undergrads, but you're welcome to come. I didn't want to overwhelm you by email and I didn't it's want you to okay. feel like you have it's you okay. don't have to yeah, okay. do anything. I'm just trying to make space for you to like be here.
0: Actually, like um, you get uh, if you, if you, if like how I say to my students like if you don't have like a clear goal, yeah. so uh, take what you are given. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. naturally. No, and yeah. I have to get go I have to walk. So uh-huh. let me grab my stuff and then I'll give you a quick tour.